All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Actors Endurance, your number one podcast for the resilient artist. And uh, today we have a great episode for y'all. Are you ready? Marlon, hit us with it. All right. Today's episode is about the importance of improvisation. Ah, what y'all know about that? I hope y'all been taking classes, but if not, we're going to give you the breakdown. You're listening to Actors Endurance, a podcast that inspires actors to never give up on their passion and find ways to continue to grow within the entertainment industry. My name is Shanette Wilson, and I'm an actress, and my co-host is Marlon Hargrave, and he is a teaching artist. And together, we are Actors Endurance. Okay, so improv goes hand in hand with acting. It's obviously, you know, it obviously goes with comedy, but improv goes hand in hand with acting. Now, you do improv in definitely commercials. You do it in television. You also do it in film. But did you know that? I hope you did. I hope you did. There's a lot of great classes out there, and improv definitely adds to your acting technique because it just brings out your own creativity. So it allows you to be you within the medium of whatever you're performing in. So. Mm-hmm. What you yes, guys yes. And there are different, uh, yeah, there are different forms of improv. Um, and the one that I use the most is, is Viola Spolin. But I do believe that there are a couple of other techniques out there what what I do like about like the up upright uh, the upright citizens brigade I believe is how you say it um, what I do like about those uh, they seem to be acting exercises even when I was in school some of the stuff that they do as a show was actually preparation act- exercises for actors to keep their tools sharp but uh, Viola Spolin is one that I like the best because it's situational you you know it's almost like um, your best friend hired you and, um, you know, or or basically your best friend hired you. Now you became the boss. Now you bet you, that same person has to fire the person that hired him action, you know. Um, so more, more on the circumstantial side or um, being able to build something off of just uh, pretty much nothing. Oftentimes, it's off of nothing, depending on what you're doing, but it may be like generated off of a script as well. They may just have a bullet point and say, you know, this is what scenario is acted out. Exactly. And one of the biggest things with improv is you always want to say yes and. You always want to agree and then move on with the story. That's the most important thing. You want to avoid asking a lot of questions unless you're providing new information to whatever it is that you're uh, portraying, but you don't want to ask too many questions, again, unless you're providing new information. But one of the key things is just always go with the story. It doesn't matter what it is, because it's meant to be entertaining. And then whenever you go against the story, or you say no, you stop it. And then it throws everyone off. So you have to just 
just roll with it. Yes, okay, and you know, and go with it. Add something new to the story. So remember that. Yes, and um another thing is you always want to continue to add um maybe not too much but new information because you want to continuously change to keep the story flowing and going um and you also don't want to again you know block it you want to in the beginning you want to establish a location and you want to um you know be very specific provide like really colorful details so that people can you know really have a good picture of what's going on in the scene outside of what they see you portraying so those are some really good um tips and points on how to uh on how to improv yeah. and that's yes. what it also yeah. oh no you go ahead um i was gonna say that's what makes comedians really good storytellers because they they are real colorful stories so it makes you sit and think and picture it because most of the time most comedians there are some but most comedians are not very animated so you have to be able to picture what's going on by what they're saying so yes yes and also trying to bridge a gap with your characters i mean improvs can definitely help you find your characters and find the nuances of your characters um, but you you have to be careful with this because you still have to improv within the given circumstances. So you can kind of do what you want, but there's still guidelines that you have to to follow. And as Jeanette mentioned earlier, you can add on, but if you add on something that's sort of irrelevant, you actually have to give it life. You have to sort of birth the idea, you say it, and then you have to kind of give it a life and then you have to end it, you know, or you have to bring closure to it. So um, if you're talking about, you know, having a hard time growing up with your sister and all of a sudden you're talking about, you know, sleeping with somebody or something, it's like that doesn't, it's, it, it's not where the argument is. So you definitely want to stay on track with that, but um, you have to think on your toes and you have to listen you really have to listen. Um, and I think that that's one of the best parts of improvisation. If you listen as an actor, I, it, it's just going to make you about 60% better. You know, you, you're going to, to be able to react in real time and within the environment and all of that. So uh, life experience has a lot to do with the ability to improv as well. So, uh, you know, get life experience. <laughs> exactly don't just sit in your room and do the same things over and over and over trying new things Get around new people you know they'll bring out different things within you and I think that's where uh Meisner comes in as well because his technique has a lot to do with listening and you know responding to what's going on in your environment so you can kind of compare you can kind of pair those two and um if you guys aren't if you guys are doing uh commercials if you're commercial actors you know how important improv is now they're not going to they're not going to technically tell you to improv but they'll tell you to kind of make it your own if they if they tell you to make it your own then they want you to improv the scene in your own way in a different way in a nice colorful um uh just something you know slightly different that they haven't come up with or they haven't seen yet so you definitely want to stay on your toes because a lot of times you'll hear this a lot. They don't know what they're looking for a lot of times. They don't until they see it. 
So it's up to you to, like Tom Hanks said, always come to set with some things, always come with some, some, some things, which means some ideas, some, some, some choices. Uh, you always want to show up on set with something. Don't just show up and know your lines. Hopefully you know your lines. Don't just show up only knowing your lines and you haven't thought outside of that. That's, that's horrible, y'all. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So, um, yeah, you always want to make sure that, um, like he said, you're, you're listening, you're keeping the story uh, positive and forward moving and staying in the present. Um, a lot of people will get fall into the whole creativity in a, I'll say in a negative way, because they'll try to come up with something like your story starts in the house and uh, you know, you're talking to your sister and your mom and all of a sudden aliens break through the door and there's this mass attack by the government. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, it, this is not, this is not the time for you to turn into this, you know, off the beaten path uh, storyteller. Like you said, you have to stay within your medium, you know, like... <laughs> some people do that with scripts as well they'll just take it and it's like oh yeah make it your own but no you still have to go like you said within the given circumstances so you guys make sure you're reading what's on the page or you understand what exactly is going on in the environment and what the writer or the producer director what that what they're trying to portray or what message they're trying to uh give to the audience that is very important very important there's a lot of different ways to say one thing but make sure you still say that one thing. Yes. And also be aware that when you're improving, look here um, like you get rid of those words. Just get rid of them and go right into what you're saying. So look, look, look here. And you know, people don't really write those in this into the script. So as you're improving, all of those little kind of setup phrases and setup words, leave them out get directly to the point. And uh, like Shanette is saying, you know, you really have to sort of understand, not only do you have to understand what's going on, but if you're improving a scene, especially with reality TV, you get reality TV, they don't really have a script. They literally have like bullet points and they just say, okay, you know, we want you to kind of go with this. So you may see it on newer shows, uh, newer reality shows where they kind of looking like they're thinking about what they're saying before they really get into the flow of it. But even in then, you still have to be able to not only repeat your actions, you have to repeat what you said, repeat your actions, and make sure that the emotional tone is the same as the first time you did it. So if you have to do multiple takes of an improv, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Don't try to do too much or at least know what kind of actor you are you know, uh, your continuity, your hands, your emotional continuity and the continuity of the lines and the story itself, you know? So if you're doing something that's a little more episodic, you may have to remember what you improv in another scene so that a future scene or a prior scene makes sense. So, you know, the, um, improv is just not about going off the top of your head. It is, but you, you have to be, uh, you have to be a thinking actor. You really, really do. You have to stay like improv. You really have to stay on top of your game 
more than even with a script. So um, don't think that it's something easy. It is something that you have to work at. Um, those things can change, environments change. You may look up in and in a shoot location changes. So now you may have to improv. Uh, also, with me on a set, I look for things that I can play with. You, you know, like um, I'm a stage actor, so I like to kind of be a little bit busier. You know, so if I'm improving with a prop where it's not in the script, but they're allowing me to deal with it, I still have to keep that continuity as well. So just um, even when you're eating, eating. When you're eating in a scene, you're sort of improving it. So you need to kind of know when you're going to eat, when you're going to speak. You know, there, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made and you have to be sharp. You know, you got to get your good night's sleep, not party so hard. Um, and I've been on sets where basically they either made something up or they said, hey, you know, we have a general idea, like Shanetta's been saying, we have a general idea of what we want, but we don't know what we want. So there you go. And then you have to improv and you still have to be believable. Exactly. And I would also tell you to keep it simple. There are a lot of funny moments in normal, regular, everyday behavior. So just keep it simple. Keep it grounded. Um, and a lot of times stick to what you know. When you stick to what you know, then you can speak and really describe and be, like they said, really colorful uh, provide colorful details to whatever the scenario is and it won't make you get in your head too much um, it'll keep it more natural so I would definitely give you those tips and also make sure you guys take classes if you're an actor please take classes take some comedy classes now if you are in Atlanta where I am then you can go to dad's garage dad's garage is a wonderful theater. I went to a show there one time to support a friend of mine. He did an excellent job and they have improv classes as well as improv shows. Uh, the Groundlings, I took a class there as well. That's in Los Angeles. So um, the Groundlings, that is a very popular, huge um, uh, venue where you can take classes. They also have performances. Um, a lot of the greats have been there. So the Groundlings out there in LA, now, if you're in New York, they have the Magnet Theater. So you can go to the Magnet Theater. They have classes there, shows. So if you guys um, are out in New York, check out the Magnet Theater, take some classes. I would suggest take uh, a couple of months of classes until you really get it down packed so that you understand what it is, how to um, uh, execute it properly. Okay. So, uh, yeah, those are, my, those are my tips. Definitely take classes uh, when it comes to improv. Keep it positive, keep it forward moving, and uh, enjoy yourself and be real, you know, just be grounded, you know, stick to what you know. That's what I would definitely suggest with improv. Improv is a lot of fun, you know, you can really display your own personality, you can be more you because it's supposed to be fun and light anyway. So, yeah, you can add your own little quirks and, and, and things to it. So, that's what I would definitely say. Um, yeah, yeah. You can use both sides of it. Oh, you were saying something? Oh, no, no. What do you mean by both sides? Um, well, you can, um, on, the, on the improv side, you know, you can use um, yourself a lot. 
like you just suggested, right? You use a lot of your life experience, but on the other side, you may play something that's a little more characterized. You know, if you pay, if you play a banker or a lawyer, um, and you're not one, you know, you're going to have to kind of know how to embody that. So when you improv, you can improv lawyers. You can, you know, so these are things that you can work on. Um, and if you're going to use improv for yourself, use it to find your deepest emotions. Use it to find emotions that you're not used to playing. If you're a very guarded person, allow yourself to be vulnerable through another person or allow your vulnerability to come through through an improv. But uh, I think that it's a great way for actors to really stay sharp with their emotional tools and the tools to be able to tell a story and, and kind of understand what emotion is needed to tell that story. Uh, I believe that a lot of actors suffer from lack of emotional intelligence right now. And um, we lack emotional intelligence because we're not exercising that, you know? So um, oftentimes in a script, you may not be able to connect to the emotion, but if you're in an improv, you know, you're able to connect. Now, when I taught it, I had it where we would give you the scenario and however it went, it could be funny. I've had people cry in class all the time. And then we have people laugh in class all the time. It just depends. So it doesn't necessarily have to be about comedy. This can be a tool to help you get in touch with emotions that you generally don't use. And even your body types, like try to be different characters with your body. How do you walk? How does a doctor work, walk versus a cowboy? You know, so there are a lot of different ways to, to do this. Um, when I teach improv, I teach emotional behaviors. Um, I'll, I'll have little games and things. So, you know, there, there's a lot of benefits to improv. Um, when you take your improv classes, do your research and kind of understand what the class is intended for. You know, you want to make sure that you go in there. Uh, a lot of people think that improv is <clears throat> something like whose line is it, is it anyway? or something like that. That is a form of improv, but if you want to be an actor, I would suggest Viola Spolin. Okay, yeah, you made some really great points. Um, and I guess the reason why I uh, came at it through a comedy uh, aspect is because I've never done improv in any other way. So the only time I've ever done improv has always been a comedic style of improv. So I'll have to, uh, yeah, I'll have to try that. I'll have to try that because you know I'm always learning and growing and I've taken a lot of classes only because I'm not trying to be a full-time student but I really enjoy uh you okay mom I just yeah, really, I, was... I really enjoy learning and growing and you know I'm trying to be the best actor that I can be so yes I plan to take even more improv classes but uh yeah yeah I gotta try uh yeah probably in a dramatic more dramatic way. Think that you was hear it? What? It's been going on for a while. You don't hear it? Uh-uh. What? I swear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boom. All up on a Zoom. Boom on a Zoom. This is your Adam for the day. <laughs> Boom on a Zoom. 
Adam for the day. This is your acting tip of the moment. The kaboom. Boom. Since we're talking about improvisations, uh, my Adam for today for you actors is to take a character, either that you're playing right now, about to play, or a character that you would like to play, and go play with them. Go improv in the grocery store. Improv with people. Sometimes you can improv with fellow actors, but if you really want to know your character, go improv your character in a mall. Go improv your character going to get something to eat. You know, really be able to find nuances. The reason why I really do this is, let's say something changes on the set. Your character has already been through an emotional life. It's already been through certain circumstances. So any new direction is not going to throw you or the character work that you've done off. But if you only work on the set or only work on a character, then you come in and they say, hey, we're going to change some things, then you have to be like water. So you have to change like that. Uh, so let let your character have a different life outside of the script, and you'll be able to find a lot of nuances and uh, possibly give off a great performance. And uh, you know, this is the work that people don't see; they only see the results. So that's my Adam. Okay. Yes, I totally agree. It's always better when you uh, when you go out into the world where people don't know you. You believe. See if you're believable. I remember I was rehearsing on the set and, <laughs> and they didn't know I would, we, we were rehearsing. Started, we were having a conversation. They interrupt. Oh, excuse me. I was like, oh, no, we good. Or <laughs> well, one time we were having an argument in an alley <laughs> and these guys, everybody came by and was like, oh my God, are you okay? Because the guy was cussing me out and I'm, you know, defending myself and I'm all emotional. And they thought that he was. <laughs> I thought mm. that he was attacking me. It was like, oh, no, no, no. It's just so that's how you know if it's real or not. And it was believable. Obviously, <laughs> they were ready to call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, or, or, you know, just real quick, too, before we get into the quote of the day, um, you can improv with your. I, I had um, two actors who were playing, like they had just met and they were kind of playing uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever. And I had them go out, the characters go out on a date. Uh, they ended up dating each other for real, but that was the improv that I set up for them was take your characters out on, on a date because eventually in the script, you guys are going to have to go out on a date. And, you know, um, I need for you guys to be familiar with each other enough to pull this off. So, um, you know, I had them do a couple of exercises actually to kind of... Um, get their character up under them and, and, and get the the nuances in that undertone. I tell you, undertone is the, is the specific work that gets you noticed, critical acclaimed or, you know, um, possibly pulling down an award. But it's, it's the nuances, not the big moments. Yes, for sure. For sure. I totally agree. I mean, you know, anything that you can do to bring more life to uh, the character and the role, I totally agree. And uh, now we're going to end it with the quote of the day. So the quote of the day comes from this funny lady here, oh, Amy Fowler. So she says that no one looks stupid when they're having fun. Think about it, y'all. 
no one looks stupid when they're having fun. So when you're doing these improv exercises and you're taking improv and they have you doing all these crazy different things, or you're just adding, you know, different colorful details and mannerisms to whatever character you're portraying. Just remember if you're totally in it and you're really immersed in the character and you're focused, you're having fun. Nobody looks stupid. So you look just fine. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think that's all we have. Definitely, um, this is a great episode for you guys. If you're not uh, taking, if you're an actor and you're not taking improv classes, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you will use it in every medium of acting. Um, if you're a comedian, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you if you haven't done this yet. <laughs> so get on your job. Um, there are no lazy actors over here at AE. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for joining us and uh, definitely hitting you guys every Sunday with the script analysis class. You can always go check out the website. You see the background behind me. We have all kinds of good, great things for y'all. Everything from training to our lovely merchandise and uh, merch. Hey, all the information about us, if you want to know more about myself or my partner, Marlon. Um, and he's also available for any kind of private classes. So the man is well-versed in, I don't know how many techniques. And he's keeping me working. That ever since I met this man, I don't know how many roles I've booked, but the resume has gotten quite chunky. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. he, he he does that he does that he, all his all his uh his actors people that he's trained are working are working so Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of that thank you I mean yeah yeah you know <laughs> give respect where respect is due so yeah the man is amazing so if you guys are looking for some classes and uh or if you're a new artist or actor and you're looking to get into this definitely hit him up um message him on actors endurance or one of the uh, uh, Instagram pages, Facebook, any kind of social media, definitely. And um, yeah, we get you started in this business. So uh, on that note, I hope you guys are taking classes, studying, and being great. That's that. Yeah, See you next time. First and the 15th, baby. First and the 15th. First 15th. We are great. Acting and all of this stuff right here is a process. It is a process. Hone your skills daily. Yes, daily. All right, y'all. Until next time. Until next time.